You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. Hi, you are very welcome. I am Ahanu, and this is my lovely Angel Rose. And we're sitting at the top of a beautiful lookout over some mountains and plains in central Oregon. But we want to bring to you something that Angel Rose has done called the language of spirit. And even as we look out over this beautiful vista, this is also the language of spirit. But we've covered 36 items in a list that Angel Rose presented to a little group. And Angel Rose is the first one to say that this is not the definitive list. This is not the be all and end all. It's just a reminder. And it's just a kind of a stimulus really for people to well, and it, start thinking about it. It comes from the many uh, questions people have asked us uh-huh, about how do you, how do they connect to their higher selves? How do they connect to spirit? Or how do they know that spirit, if there is such a thing, is even listening? Yeah. So this is some information that we've received about that question. Hope you enjoy. Today we're going to talk about the language of spirit. But first I want to give a little bit of an introduction to it because many of you will know that we are part of a little gathering of people who are interested in the growth of awareness and consciousness. And we meet in a little bookshop called Dudley's in Bend, Oregon. And Angel Rose was asked to make a little presentation. And what she did was she went into a little meditation to, to find how spirit talks to us. And she surprised everybody by coming out with a list of all, not all, but many of the different ways that spirit talks to us. And it went for a very intriguing little meeting. So we'd like to bring that to you today. And Angel Rose, please tell us about the language of spirit. Well, it came out of the fact that when you listen to people talk, I have many clients that I do readings for and people in general in our group that you mentioned um, all complain about the fact that they feel disconnected from their right. higher self, disconnected from spirit, and they feel they have no connection to their guides right. specifically. Yeah. In fact, that's one big question you get asked all the time. How, it is. How do I connect, how do I with, my, connect with my guides? Yes. And, and I can't seem to talk to my, my angels and I, all those kinds of questions. Right. They feel the disconnect. So I sat there with that, uh, as you said, and what I realized is that we're spoken to by spirit Oops. all the time. Spirit speaks to us in all sorts of ways if you would just pay attention. So when I sat down to make a list of, I thought to myself, okay, what are the ways that spirit communicates? Mm -hmm. And I ended up with 35 different ways. 36, actually. 36. I thought I'd share them with you so that if you're feeling like you're not, that you're all alone and that you have no connection to any sort of spirit guidance, that maybe you'll rethink it because these are, some of them are very obvious mm -hmm. and we just don't acknowledge them. And others are a little deeper. Let me say, we're not going to go into a discussion 
in depth in each one of these because that really would take too long and they're very interesting and people will identify with them. We don't want this to take too long. What we want to do is to open up your minds to the possibilities and to all the different ways that you can now start identifying with that guidance from spirit. Okay, so the obvious first one I put down was our gut feelings. That's an obvious one. Like every single one of us has had gut feelings about something. You know, that wrenching feeling or that trepidation that might occur in your belly. Or the excitement. Or the excitement or the goosebumps is another way that somebody can tell if, if something is true or not. Okay, they get goose pimples. Those are two obvious things that happen all the time that we that are part of our nature. They're just part of our biology, if you will. Okay, so then we have our dreams. Now, I don't know about you, but I've gotten lots of spirit communication in my dreams. And I could tell because if I'm having a dream where I'm trying to get on a jet plane, for example, it's always a huge jumbo jet. And the challenges is either I have to get to the gate on time or I have to get to my seat before the plane takes off. And sometimes I'm in the, you know, those kind of planes that have that dome on the top on them. Sometimes, seven, four, seven, jumbo, yeah, sometimes jumbo. I'm going up in there and sometimes I'm just in coach. Right. But those dreams are highly symbolic to me because they let me know what's happening yes. in my life. But many people too, not only do they go out of their body in the dream and they feel like they've traveled somewhere else, but they might get a message in their dreams that they wake up with or an inspiration. Mm. I mean, certainly some of our most famous inventors got their information through mm. dreams. Okay, so that's another way that we're talked to. Telepathy is another one. Mental telepathy with people. Uh, very simply, look at the ways people say, oh, I was just thinking about them and they called me, or they had a feeling they needed to call me. Or you might even hear an inner voice at times, calm inner voice. Yes. And I'm not talking about the negative inner voices. We're not acknowledging those as any real message from spirit at all. Especially inner messages about doomsday predictions or anything like that is not coming from spirit. That's another whole conversation in terms of discrimination. But certainly we get telepathic messages at times. Or you might get a hit intuitively on where to go on a particular day that there might be something you need at a particular place or an answer. Maybe you don't know what it is, but you follow it anyway, even though it makes no logical sense. And then when you arrive, it turns out all these interesting synchronicities are right. happening. And that's the other thing I was just leading into is synchronicities occur, chance meetings, mm -hmm. and encounters that you, again, where your logical mind could not have planned that. They just seem to happen to you. Sometimes you can, it's like as if you only find these synchronicities when you look back on them. You may not identify them as they're happening. But when you think back, oh, my God, look at that whole sequence of events that happened there. And you realize that there's a beautiful thread happening. You're like, you were guided. You were, there was guidance involved. Right, right. But again, how you tell is something that your logical mind would not have thought up, right. would not have planned. So chance meetings and things where a person just happens to show up, could be a stranger, and opens their mouth and starts talking to you, or you get into this conversation, and you find out that it's answering many questions that you might have had at the time. So that happens all the time through other people. And the people are messengers. Also, when things don't work out. Yeah, that's, that's and, and an often, interesting one. That's an interesting one because yeah. 
oftentimes we think, well, I wanted blank, blank, blank to happen, and then it didn't happen, and I don't understand why it didn't happen. And it's only in hindsight that you look back years later and you say, oh, thank God, something within me did not let that happen. Because if it had happened, it would have taken you through a lot of heartache or struggle, or there would have been an incompatibility there. You found us with relationships. Especially. I did with relationships, yeah. especially soulmate relationships that I right. was involved with, that I wanted to turn romantic, and they only stayed at the level of a friendship. And I could never understand it until I looked back and I realized there was a huge incompatibility in yeah. personalities. So not, you're not glad soul. now they didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah, not soul resonance, but in personality. So yeah. compatibility would have been out the window, would have been a conflict relationship instead of right. staying at the level of friendship, which is where yeah. it did work out. We use that too to discern <clears throat> about projects. If there was some project that we felt that we want to get involved in. If you encounter this resistance and you feel that you're banging your head against a brick wall or the doors are not opening, that's spirit guidance. We've got to start listening to this and realize, hey, there may be a better way, maybe an easier way, maybe another way. Maybe it's saying abandon it altogether. So just be aware. This is kind of mindfulness. Be aware that this is spirit guidance. Yeah, like the answer no can actually be one of your greatest blessings. Right. Okay. All right, so what about books? I mean, how many people have said, oh my God, I was in a bookstore and, yeah. and I, this book just fell off the shelf or it popped out or a tarot card fell on the floor when I was looking at it and it just turned out that it was exactly what you needed at that time. So books are a great source of answers, books you're attracted to, which ones pop out at you. So that's another obvious way. Okay, what about teachers that people are attracted to at different times as well? Why is it that one person is attracted to one teacher and somebody else is attracted to another? And again, it has to do with your soul plan. Mm -hmm. You know, what your soul is trying to evolve to. And a particular teacher will give you the information that you need for yourself on your personal journey. Even if that teacher turns out to be deceptive. And, and I think I need to say that because... Keep in mind that we're all learning how to discriminate in better and better ways. Right. And we're all working through our authority issues and our belief systems. So, and then you look back and you think, gee, I wasted X amount of years of my life following this particular teacher or guru or healer. And now I'm finding out that they don't know what they're talking about. But that can be discriminatory experiences that add to the maturity of your soul. So that's okay. Nothing's ever wasted. Right. But you do meet wonderful teachers too who affirm your power, who affirm life for you. So they can pop in at particular moments mm -hmm. as well. Okay, so then I had the law of cause and effect. And this is interesting because once people wake up enough to realize that their thoughts are creative and they start looking at what they are creating in their lives, you will get a lot of help from spirit with that because this is part of truth with a capital T right. that thoughts are creative and everything you experience, you have something to do with co-creating it on some level, but a higher guidance will also show you how you had a hand in it and how you can change things that don't work for you. So that's another way that comes through. Lots of people are into angels these days. Some have spirit encounters where they actually might encounter a higher being appearing to them. 
or have a vision of a higher being that's connected to them in some way. And people are in to angel guidance. And uh, there's a whole realm of discrimination about that, which we won't go into right now. But suffice it to say, you have your own holy guardian angel who is specifically appointed to you when you're born to help you with your soul path. So, you know, I always tell people, don't look so much to outside popular angels. Move more toward your own relationship with your own holy guardian angel, because everybody has one. It is always there for your good and for your benefit. And this is your own empowerment. This is your own authority. And that's what is the best for you, is your own inner self. So then we have miracles. People do experience miracles. Ohana, where the whole laws of the physical universe are suspended and they have a miraculous healing or they have some, you know, they're saved, let's say, from a fire when they shouldn't have or they come out of a bad accident when they should have died. So miracles occur every single day all over the world. And that's another way that we can see spirit interacting here. And what about a dissolution of fear? And I find that this is an important one because you could be in a situation in your life where you are aware that you're really fearful and then perhaps you pray on it or something like that. And then you have a feeling of overwhelming peace come into you that you know is coming from a higher spiritual place where they're just dissolving your fear and putting you in a state of peace. And to me, that's always an affirmation of a true spirit encounter because that's what source is all about it's all about love and peace all right then we have animals how many we all know about animal totems and animal omens for me it's always hawks that show up hawk and deer are actually the two animals that always show up for me I'll tell the brief story about the hawk coming in our house yeah just just recently because we're moving and we're in a bit of chaotic energies here (laughs) we had the door open to the garage and to the house and next thing you know we hear all this flapping against the window and this hawk had flown in through the garage through the door of the house and was in our downstairs den and of course it hit the glass window thinking it was an opening and it was freaking out a bit but we got it safely outside but we got to see a hawk up close and the beauty of that animal with the eyes and the way it looked at us was just pretty amazing. There was a message in it, there's no doubt. But anyway, animals, totem animals, how they show up for you at different times can be confirmations of that you're on the right path or warnings, depending on how you're looking at them. Right. And what about rainbows? Uh-huh. That's oh, one boy. of the most obvious ones that people always notice a rainbow. Well, especially in Ireland, where I come from, there's plenty of Plenty them. of rainbows. <laughs> okay, but I think it's the timing of rainbows yes, it is. Yes, that it is. show up for people when they're going through something in their lives. I told you my story of when I went out to swim with the dolphins and whales many years ago. We swam with dolphins first, and then I had a little bit of trepidation about taking a boat out into the middle of the Caribbean and having no land in sight for two weeks. But I was going through a little bit of fear, and that night I dreamt of a rainbow over the boat. So I woke up and I thought, well, they're letting me know I'm going to be fine, no problem. But the interesting thing was, is when I actually got out there to the boat, the very first night we were on the boat and we docked on our coral reef, wasn't there a full rainbow over the boat, made it materialized in real life. So 
Speaking about the boat, though, it was interesting. We were moving to San Diego one time, and we were wondering whether this was the right thing to do or not. So we went down by the harbor in San Diego, and what was anchored right there on the dock but the Rainbow Warrior. Yeah, Rainbow Warrior uh, ship. ship or something. Yeah, yes. right. So anyway, rainbows in their timing yes. are very, very much omens of positive confirmation. confirmation. In the okay, so then I had sun when it breaks through the clouds at specific moments. So that's another one. It's like rainbows, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. rays of sunshine that all of a sudden break through when you're maybe driving along and you're in a funky place or you're in a depressed place and you're asking for divine help and, and suddenly light breaks through the clouds just where it's you are. It's the timing of these it's things, the yes. Okay. So the other thing is body symptoms. And there is a book out called Body Language. I forgot who's the, Robert, somebody, I forgot his name, Robert Dubier, I think, who wrote a whole book on if you were going to be using symptoms in your body or signals in your body as a language for communication with spirit. And he's got it all laid out on how that would work. But certainly you can tell in your body when you get particular jerks or like I said, goosebumps or your breathing starts changing that you know that spirit's trying to tell you something. So what about our basic intuition? We have an instinctual nature, which is where the gut feelings come from. But then we have a higher nature, which is our higher intuition or knowing. And it can just manifest like that, that you just know that something is this way or that way. So I want to make the point that not only do we have help from seemingly outside, but we have mechanisms within our own body and our own consciousness that talk to us all the time, that let us know particular things. Okay, so what about sudden phone calls that occur where somebody calls you up and you may even have a an attitude like, well, geez, I don't want to talk to that person now. Oh, there's timing there's, for there's you There's the now. timing. Not a phone call, but it's the clock. <laughs> That's okay. interesting. Right. But all of a sudden you're talking to this person and next thing you know, they have some sort of information for you that you needed yes. right now. Yes. yes. Okay. And what about nature? I don't know. Certainly nature is one of our biggest communicators going for walks in the woods and feeling that the trees are talking to you or feeling a sense of peace or support from nature, okay? And even nature spirits. I mean, some people are very sensitive to the elemental kingdom, and that's another way. Remember our friend Penny Kelly, mm-hmm. Hano, who actually wrote a book called The Elves of Lily Hole Farm, and that is her true story about how these elves appeared to her on her property and how they ended up teaching her. She had a lot to learn about the land and soil and nature. And that was down to even the basics of she had plans to cut down certain trees over there. And those elementals said to her, no, no, don't cut those. But right. if you do have to cut any trees at all, cut these ones. Because they were more in tune with nature than she was. And they knew what the balance was necessary. And also they were able to increase her yield. Uh, she was growing grapes at the time, remember? Okay. And I think she was yielding something like 20 tons per acre. And they advised her certain things to do naturally and without chemicals and pesticides and all of that. And she increased her yields to I think like over 80, 80 tons yep. per acre. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, and some people can feel elementals when they walk through the woods or yes. they're with trees. And certainly trees are a huge support 
system and very conscious if you're aware of them. But you can feel it, the chi energy, not only in nature, but around mountains and around bodies of water where you'll get a certain feeling. So all of those elemental pieces communicate with us as well. All right, what about unexpected mail? Something comes in the mail that just happens to be, again, an answer to something you asked for. Right. Oh, and I'm going to laugh at this, but what about Facebook? Um, <laughs> yeah, it knows what you're thinking. It knows what you're thinking. <laughs> uh, you know, it isn't that you search for something. It's like you're sitting here thinking about something one morning and the next thing you know, an ad pops in about it or a workshop or somebody's right. giving a lecture on it. Yeah. And I laugh about that, but that, but that's guidance. Happened. You know, it can be guidance. guidance either way. Stay away from this or follow this. And it's up to you, obviously, to make those choices all the time. Right. But it also shows you how the law of cause and effect is working yes. within us, that the minute you think it, it's being manifested. And people will laugh at this, but years ago when I was much younger and I was addicted to soap operas, uh, that whatever was no. going on in the episode <laughs> no. that day oftentimes was an answer to something that I had asked or was trying to teach me something about relationships. So I laugh at that. Well, the day that I realized, my God, these things are talking to me. Right. It's like as if they wrote this episode for Just you for or me. wrote this book specially for you. Yes. All right. And we also know about numbers. Oh, you know, boy, Look at I all love the, the synchronicity numbers. of numbers. I know that's your favorite thing, but master numbers appearing all the time. Yeah. 11, 11. 33-33, people are seeing master numbers all over the place. And those are certain signs to pay attention to, stop what you're doing, and either look up the meaning of those numbers or continue on a particular path. But it's definitely, 1111 is, a, is usually the most common one, and it's a spiritual gateway opening to an ascension um, right. path. So do pay attention to when they show up. And my husband is funny because he loves to take pictures when almost, oh, he, we'd be in a car and 1111 yeah. will show up and it'll be 11 degrees and he's just got to pull over right. and take a picture. And we're going at 11 miles per hour or 55 miles per hour and it's it's 11.55, that kind of thing. And I used to take pictures of this all the time and I've got a collection of hundreds. <laughs> I still do. Well, you see, I'm connecting it with the guidance because. Very often, if we're going somewhere and we're a bit apprehensive of should we go there or not, and next thing you look at the clock and you'll see. Right. The confirmation the of double numbers. Yeah. And you know that it's speaking to it's you. It's speaking to you. Exactly. All right. Lots of stories That's like it. that. To be continued. Well, we hope you enjoyed that, but we do have to split it here, unfortunately, because there is so much content there. So we're going to break this into two parts and make sure you join us next week because we will be covering the rest of those 36 points from the language of spirit. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.